Blog Talk Radio.
Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, and Brother Marshall are here, and all of you are here, and the Lord is in our midst. Amen. He says, where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in our midst, and we're grateful to have the presence of the Lord with us. Amen. Amen. God is is moving us forward. He's growing us up. He's teaching us right from wrong, and he's giving us the strength to walk in what we are being taught. Amen. Praise the Lord. A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. We also meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. And we meet at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time it happens to be where you are. We are an international ministry, and we are in over 100 countries outside of the United States of America. Amen? So we have every time zone there is represented in this ministry. So we want to encourage you to invite your friends, your family, your enemies, your co-workers, people that you've known over the years to join us. Amen? Everybody needs to hear from the Lord, especially in the times in which we are living. And the Lord has something to say to everyone. Amen? Amen. For those of you who are still embarrassed about the way that we conduct ministry here, the way the Lord has established us, We encourage you to have a little talk with Jesus and let him help you out and invite people in spite of what you think. Because you see, it would be a pity for you to stand on that day before the throne of God, someone that you knew that God wanted you to invite up here so that they could receive the love, the help, and the support that they need. But you were busy concerned about whether or not they were going to like what we say or what we do. It's not going to be fun if they didn't make heaven. That's what I'm saying. Amen? So we encourage everyone to get past themselves and to move on with Jesus. Amen? Praise the Lord. And Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the holy word of God that you bring to us. We want to thank you for every encouragement and every correction, every truth that you bring forth. We want to thank you, Lord, for bringing us to our knees. We want to thank you, Lord, for causing us to seek your face continually, as the Bible says we should. We want to thank you, Lord, for not allowing us to be just any old ministry, you know, skating along on what was and not moving forward in the things of God. We want to thank you, Lord, that you're preparing us to be that army that's rising up in your name 
We thank you. We've been privileged and honored, Father. And we do not take privilege and honor lightly. No, Lord, we dedicate ourselves to what you are calling us to. We want to thank you, Lord, that maybe everybody doesn't think this is their cup of tea. But when you're serving it, it's right for us. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, in all that you do. We thank you, Lord, that when Jesus gave his life for us, it wasn't popular. It wasn't, uh, in his family's eyes, the thing to do. It wasn't even in his disciples' eyes the thing that he should do. But it was the right thing because it was your will. So we thank you, Father, for teaching us to love your will, to love to obey you, to love to submit ourselves to you, to love to humble ourselves before you. And though it may be unpopular with some, when it's right with you, it's the right thing to do. So we thank you for growing us up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. We want to thank you for the armor of God that we wear. We thank you, Lord, for the word of God that fills our hearts and our minds and our spirits. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you for the warring, linking angels that surround us, that war over us. We thank you for your praising angels that cover us and for your ministering spirit. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to cover with the blood of Jesus those that are on the road tonight. And they are yet to reach a place where they can tune in to hear. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. We thank you for your protection over them, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you the honor for all that you do. We ask you to bless our fast, Lord, as we come before you in humility, as we come before you in repentance. We ask you to bless our fast. It's not an empty work or a ritual that we just participate in because we can. No, sir, it's meaningful and it's powerful. And it has a permanent impact on our Christian lives and on the lives of others. So we want to thank you, Lord, for every opportunity that we have to seek you as a congregation, as the body of Christ, and to call on your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the things that will happen, what you will do, the move of God that comes when we seek your face, Lord. We thank you that our our prayers are not falling on deaf ears. Instead, they're received before the throne of God. We thank you, Lord, that in the perilous times in which we live, we have a sure foundation in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We want to thank you for that, Father. 
in spite of all that is going on and the seeming madness that's in the world. You are our rock. You are our anchor. You are our stability in this world, in Jesus' name. We want to thank you and give you praise, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You know, saints, God is with us. No matter what happens or does not happen in the world, God is with us. Amen? He's with us. Praise the Lord. God is with us. We thank you, Father, that you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. And we thank you, Father, for the privilege and honor of walking in divine health. We thank you for the blood stripes of Jesus, and we thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, and demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. And we take authority, dominion, and power in the name of Jesus Christ for swirling over swirling devils in the name of Jesus Christ. Swirling devils that twist what is said in the name of Jesus. Swirling devils. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We mute them, muzzle them, and gag them with the blood of Jesus. We strip away their protections in the name of Jesus Christ, and we uncover them for what they are, demons doing the work of Satan in the lives of believers in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord for defeating each of the swirling devils and from rescuing your saints from their claws in Jesus' holy name. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor in the name of Jesus Christ. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks 
on to the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whispers, all familiar demons, all electronic technology and digital demons and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind the pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, and binding directed energy microwave weapons in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. We return those attacks from whence they came according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise. We bind the sources of all the witchcraft attacks, every attack that comes against the saints, every single attack. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, even through merchandising. In Jesus' name, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. Hallelujah. We bind targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the work of every druid. We bind all 5G and their components, everything coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, out of every electronic and technological device. We bind those spirits in Jesus' name. Every demon spirit coming through the computers, we close the portals upon you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind you in Jesus' holy name. And we bind you in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all pulse weapons, all microwave attacks, all EMF and EMP attacks. We bind all 5G and components and overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. And we bind all free-flying devils. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We send that attack back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Indonesian, North American, South American, tribal groups, indigenous groups, native groups, Australian, New Zealand, all Asian groups, all 
all Caribbean and Latin American, black and white magic, we bind you, and we return you to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. All evil spirits which take animal forms in Jesus' name. We bind all shape-shifting spirits. And we bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and we bind all witchcraft dedication in the name of Jesus. We bind all formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs. We are trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. You are bound in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits. <coughs> we bind mammon and his agents. And we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, defile. Corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generation of fools, the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger, and we bind the carnal mind in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging. All blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Lord, for showing us. On this fast, Lord, the inroads that the enemy has been using in our lives, that we might shut and close those open doors, Lord. Amen. That we might close and seal those open doors in spiritual warfare, that the enemy is never able to use them again in Jesus' holy name. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your holy name forevermore. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age movement, 
and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land. False religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards, and we bind all of those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings and all of his intent where the body of Christ is concerned. We bind Leviathan, and we pull his crowns off of him. We strip him of his kingdom in Jesus' holy name. We thank you for it, Lord. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all goddesses and gods, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and so forth. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the eye of Horus in Jesus' name, and we close the third eye in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the eye of Horus in Jesus' name. And we close the third eye in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the works and powers used of all affiliated organizations, Demole included, in Jesus' name. Order of the Eastern Star. Yarukusa 
Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lala Dios. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. In Jesus' holy name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over every attack that comes against this ministry and its membership in Jesus' name. We bind those attacks and we return them back from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the soul scalpers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the false witnesses in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the deceivers in the name of Jesus Christ. And we come, Lord, in the name of Jesus to set the captives free. We thank you, Father, for the liberty that we have in Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, for those that are fallen under the hands of the enemy, that you would reach and bring them back to a place of restoration in right standing with Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise for the anointing that you've blessed us with. We ask you, Father, to keep us in a position that that anointing never lifts in Jesus' name. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your blessing. And we thank you, Father, for the prayers that you have given us to pray. They are mighty. They are effectual. They are bringing forth the desire of your heart in the earth in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere especially those that are persecuted and that are still in Afghanistan, in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Hallelujah. 
You're mighty to save, Lord. You're mighty to save. Set ourselves free, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. From every devil that followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to leave us now. Father, every demon that we've been affiliated with throughout the week, we cut ourselves with the sword of the Spirit, free from that demonic influence in Jesus' name. We bind that influence in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. All the curses that are being released against us through the computer system, we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus Christ, for it was not ordered of the Lord in Jesus' holy name. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, and we cover all of our modes of transportation, whatever they may be. We thank you, Lord, that you provide a safe way for our passage, Father, in Jesus' name. We take authority and dominion over any entity of the road, animals, demons, whatever they may be, so that they do not cross our path. We thank you, Father, that you have already dispatched your angels on our behalf. We cover all of our property with the blood of Jesus and all of our family. We bind the demons that come in the night to harass and to give bad dreams and night dreams and sex dreams and any witch, warlock, wizard, or unclean spirit attempting to get into our dreams. We bind them in in the name of Jesus and command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for giant warrior angels protecting us and our property and all that pertains to us as we sleep. We thank you for the wall of protection with your glory in the midst. We pull out. In the name of Jesus Christ, every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, all voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, that you have provided for us. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that is risen against us in judgment we do right now, this moment, condemn in Jesus' name. We break and and cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, covenants, attachments, agreements, consents, garlands, pledges, vows, pacts, leagues, and every other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We pull down and destroy walls of protection around our enemies, around shamanists and globalists and nano technology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, soothsayers, diviners, and such in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for that. Uh Uh-huh. Fetishes, charms, psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, voodoo, magic, mind control, potions, jinxes, bewitchment, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, Psychic warfare, psychic powers, root work, incense and candle burning, incantation, ungodly blessing, and everything else that the enemy would, would bring together, being sent our way, we send it right back in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind our tribal rituals and sins sent to enslave us in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power 
of all spirits of blindness. We break the power of all spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hatred in Jesus' name. We break the bondage of every evil work and every evil deed in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for hearts being convicted unto repentance. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father, that the word of God says in the book of Leviticus that if we confess our own and our father's iniquity in the treachery in which they have committed against you, and that also because they have walked contrary to you, and that we have walked contrary to your ordinances. And then if our hearts be humble, amen. And then whatever uh, correction you bring to us for our iniquities that we receive and we don't balk against it. That you will remember us, Lord. That you will remember us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we choose to confess our iniquity. We choose to confess on behalf of our ancestors, going back all the way to Adam and Eve. We confess our iniquities on behalf of our spouse, if we have one, and our previous spouses, if we had them, and former sex partners, if we had them, and their ancestors going back to Adam and Eve. In Jesus' name, we repent of all these sins, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We turn from them with all of our hearts. We ask for your forgiveness and for your cleansing and for you restoring us in righteousness in Jesus' name. And we loose the peace of God over the people of God in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, that's better. All right, saints. Well, tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 63. Our featured psalm is Psalm 63. Psalm 63 is our featured psalm for this evening's worship service. Amen. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms also. Psalm 10717. Psalm 10717. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our featured ebook is Blocking the Holy Spirit Bible Study. Something that saints do periodically. So we need to read about it so we know when we messed up. Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our guest call-in number to call in when it's um, the appropriate time is area code 319 
527-6235 and press 1. You know, um, those that are new that may be hearing one of our messages from the, for the first time, when we are live on the air and recording live, right now we are recording live. This is a live broadcast. You will need to listen to us through your phone and on your uh, tablet or on your computer. Go to our website at www.miracleinternetchurch.com, miracleinternetchurch.com. And as you listen to us, We'd like for you to go to uh, where it says across the page. At the, when the page comes up, there's a banner across the top. And at the top it says MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. Open it up. When the page changes, click Guest. Type in your own name. Hit Enter. And then go to the appropriate box at the bottom of the page and greet the saints that are already in the chat room. If you were walking into a physical building that was a church with people in it, as you came in, you would speak to people, I would hope. I would hope that we have not come to the point that we can walk in a church and not speak to the other people there. So I would hope that you would speak and that you would greet because that's what love does. And so when you come up, we encourage you to greet the other saints in the chat room, and they will, in, in, uh, in accord, greet you as well. Amen? Amen. Because that's what love does. Praise the Lord. And in doing so, we fulfill Scripture. We obey the Word of God. So having said that, we want you to know that this is a loving and caring congregation. We are not a judging congregation, but we're going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth by the spirit of truth. If you are accustomed to being petted and every little thing is, oh, poor little you, that's not what we do here. Here we are growing up. We are maturing in God and in the things of God. We are becoming more like Jesus Christ because we are repenting of and forsaking our own wicked ways. Some of you may have attended places where that's not what the order of the day was. The order of the day was just petting you and saying, oh, hi, we're so glad to see you, and we're having a social, and so on and so forth but not here. Here the sword of the Spirit moves through the congregation. So if the Lord brought you here, he wants you to grow up. He wants you to grow up and become the saint of God that he desired for you to become when he sent you into the earth. Amen? So we encourage you to do just that, to grow up. Amen? Praise the Lord. We don't candy coat it here. 
Candy coating is for people who don't really want the real Jesus Christ. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank you for coming up. We want to thank you for loving Jesus. We want to thank you for your prayers for the body of Christ. And we want to encourage you, no matter whether you think you can fast or not, to continue in the fast. Amen? In Jesus' name. And in a few moments, Brother Bill will post the fast um, protocol for you again, for those of you who missed it for some reason or missed parts of it, and uh, you need to know which parts you're missing if you indeed missed them. Amen? Amen. He'll post that in the chat room for you momentarily. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So tonight, saints, God wants to talk to us about Jesus. Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ paid it all. In Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 10, Revelation, chapter 12, verse 10, it reads, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. And the power of his Christ For the accuser of our brethren down Which accused them before God Day and night Which accused them before God Day and night Amen Amen Praise the Lord You know saints on um Let me scroll up so I can find it and read it to you myself. There was a warning. Thank you, Brother Bill. There was a warning that the Lord gave me today for all of us, and I want to read it to you. Those of you that come up early and and, uh, read what God has put in the uh, chat room, the FYIs that I post throughout the day, that we ask you to check, you know, to make sure if God gave pastor something or if it's something, some article, some information. I posted something on taxes the other day that some of you haven't read because you didn't come up into the chat room to read it, but you ought to. You really ought to. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's some interesting information floating around in the world, and God wants you to be aware of the things that are going on. So, um, I want to encourage you that uh, at least oh, maybe once a day or so, it's, it takes less than a minute to do it, to check in in the chat room and see if Pastor posted anything. I don't do it every single day, but quite often I do. And God wants you to know what's going on. Now, some of you don't think that's really important, but God thinks it is. 
And so we need to adjust our thoughts to align with the Lord. Amen? Amen? Amen. That's what we ought to do. We ought to adjust our thoughts to align with the word of God. Let me see if I can find uh, what I wrote earlier today, or else I'll have to find it later and read it to you. Amen. Amen. Aha. Okay. Here it is. I found it. Praise the Lord. The Lord gave me a warning for all of us. And those of you who missed it earlier, I'm going to give it to you now. Warning, several exclamation marks. And the definition to a word, the word is bet, V as in Victor, E as in Edgar, T as in Tom, bet. It means to examine, to investigate, or evaluate in a thorough or expert way. Saints. You are not allowed to take persons or practices or customs or traditions into your personal life which, not, which have not been vetted by God, the Holy Spirit. I'll read that to you again. To vet means to examine, to investigate, or evaluate in a thorough or expert way. Saints, you are not allowed to take persons or practices or customs or traditions into your personal life which have not been vetted by God the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And if you don't quite understand what all that means, just ask the Lord, and he'll give it to you so you can understand it. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's a very serious warning, and we need to heed all of God's warnings. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, we've already discussed the command to love the Lord. So, in Matthew chapter 22, Matthew chapter 22 Beginning with verse 37, Matthew chapter 22, beginning with verse 37, we read the following. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all, and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. The second one's important, too. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, saints, if you don't love yourself the way God calls you to love yourself, how can you fulfill this commandment? How can you love your neighbor as you love yourself if you refuse to love yourself? I'll leave that with you for you to answer that before the Lord. 
because he would like an answer from each of us. Amen? Amen. The Lord Jesus calls us to love thy neighbor as thyself. This means that we are commanded to love ourselves. We are commanded to love ourselves. We are commanded by Jesus Christ, by his Father, by the Holy Spirit, by the Godhead, by the Holy Scriptures, to love ourselves in holiness and in righteousness. Just as it states in Luke chapter 1. Just as it states in Luke chapter 1. There is a need to question the way in which we view ourselves. There is a need, an urgent need, to question the way in which We view ourselves. Sin is missing the mark of God's holiness. Sin is missing the mark of God's holiness. Some of us fall shorter than others, it seems. Nonetheless, every one of us falls far short of God's righteous standards. Every single one of us falls short of God's righteous standards. Let's go to Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. There's no one that is left out of all except Jesus Christ. Everyone else is included in all. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We've come short of God's expectation and standard. We've come short of his righteousness and holiness. Everyone. Yes, even your dearly beloved mother, aunt, sister, grandmother, grandpa, whomever, all. There are no perfect people down here on this planet. No, not one. And neither are you, beloved. So you should stop expecting perfection from people. That is an unloving, unrealistic expectation of another Flawed individual That is an unrealistic And unloving Expectation That you should not Invoke in a relationship With anyone Including yourself Praise the Lord True moral Guilt Does And should exist True Moral guilt Does 
and should exist. When sin has been committed, guilty feelings are valid and fitting. When sin has been committed, guilty feelings are valid and fitting. A crime has been committed against God, against ourselves, and against others. Such activity should not go unrecognized. It should be uncovered. It should be accounted for. And it should be repented of. According to the word of God, we are guilty when we sin. We are guilty when we sin. It should be the earnest desire of every saint to have a conscience cleansed of sin. It should be the earnest desire of every saint to have a conscience cleansed of sin, not a conscience which is insensitive to sin. We don't want our consciences to be seared. We want to be sensitive in our conscience so that when we do the very slightest thing that God disapproves of, we will know it. This means Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All unbelievers, before I get to that part, all unbelievers are alienated from God. All unbelievers are alienated from God. This means that they live in a different world. That's right. And a satanic kingdom. They live in a different world from the one you and I experience as Christians. And they live in a satanic kingdom. They're they're there. Most of them have given themselves to it. They are, to varying degrees, hostile to Almighty God, which many of you have discovered. They are hostile to the Lord Jesus, hostile to the Holy Spirit and God's kingdom. They remain detached from God. They perceive that they are guilty before God. They know they're wrong because the minute you start saying something about the Holy Bible, the minute you start saying something about Jesus Christ, their con- what little conscience they do have gets pricked or they get uncomfortable. When the sinner experiences a disconnect from God, hold on, Lord. When the sinner, I was right. 
experiences a a disconnect from God, a guilt, and an overall sense of distance from God, what is being experienced is true. They're not connected to God, aliens to his commonwealth. They are outside the kingdom of God so that we feel uncomfortable around you because the Holy One lives in you. That's what they're going through. You come around them. They perceive this uncomfortable, I can't flow with you kind of thing because they're not holy. They're sinners. Holiness does not reside in them. And even if they tell you they're Christians, you have a witness from the Holy One. You have an unction from the Holy One. And you know they're not telling the truth. So stop doing that pretend again saying, well, they say they're a Christian. You know better. You know better. The Holy One lives in you. Stop playing that game with them. It's not going to help them miss hellfires because you sit there and grin instead of binding that lie up. Cut that out. God doesn't like that. Amen? Humans are quite fortunate to have such feelings. They may eventually be same feelings may eventually draw the sinner or the backslidden saint to Jesus Christ. Now, you don't want them to experience anything uncomfortable when they come up to listen to us. But it's that same uncomfortable that they experience that may draw them to Jesus Christ. I remember once that Dr. Pat told me about this Christian. And she was praying, or she was about to pray, for a mutual friend of theirs that was a Christian. And so what this lady did was she ushered her other friends from the neighborhood out of the room. She walked them down the hall. Why? Because she didn't want her neighborhood friends to hear how Pastor Pat prayed, how she bound the devil, and so on and so forth. You know, and it's too many Christians that have that type of an attitude. It's okay for them to come up here and get healed, set free, delivered, and learn how to actually have a prosperous relationship with God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. But they don't want to invite people up here because they're ashamed of how we do it. They're ashamed of how we pray. They're ashamed that we cast demons out on the air. Well, perhaps they need to repent. Amen? Amen. If it's you, just say, Lord, I repent. Humans are quite fortunate to have these feelings. 
They need feeling. They need to feel uncomfortable when the Holy One is in their presence. They need to know that it's something wrong. How else will they know? Jesus Christ is the only one who can free us from guilt. Jesus Christ is the only one who can free us from guilt. When we as believers are living in sin and are therefore out of fellowship with God, we too experience a sense of distance from God and guilt. We cannot enjoy the benefits of our relationship with God in this manner. This condition can result in constructive sorrow that leads us to deal properly with our sins. That's right. This condition can, if we allow it to, it can, if we allow it to, if lead us, it can result in constructive sorrow over our sins that leads us to deal properly with our sins. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, beginning with verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, beginning with verse 8. For though I made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. For ye were made sorry after a godly manner, that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. For godly sorrow worketh, produces, brings about repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. Church, As your pastor, I make no apology for pointing out your lapse in right living before God. If your feelings were hurt, it was for your ultimate good. For the wages of sin is still death. But the gift of God to you is the eternal life which he affords us through a right relationship to Jesus Christ. I am not offended by your rebuff or refusal to see the light. I remain steadfast in the battle 
for you to experience full salvation in Jesus Christ and not a victim of Satan's warfare. That hurt, as you see it, is to turn you back to God. This is the right kind of hurt. The psalmist says in Psalm 119, verse 71, Psalm 119, verse 71, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. And in verse 67, Psalm 119, verse 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray. I went the wrong way. I wasn't following God as closely as I should have been. But now have I kept thy word. Now have I obeyed thy word. God wants people to experience sorrow that results from their sins. God wants people to experience sorrow that results from their sins. He doesn't want us wandering around as if nothing is wrong when something in actuality is wrong. Amen? He wants us to walk with him in the light of truth. Praise the Lord. And that's the way it ought to be. Many times God uses sorrow in our lives to help us to turn away from sin and to seek eternal life. Praise the Lord for that. No one should ever regret God's correction in this way. God is seeking to bring good to you out of this. Let him. God is seeking to bring good to you out of this. Let him. The psalmist says in Psalm 32, beginning with verse 3, Psalm 32, beginning with verse 3. When I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Now we should all understand that. Amen. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. When he remained silent about his sin when he wouldn't admit the sin in his life 
His own dishonesty made him miserable and loaded him with frustration. You know, there are consequences to not repenting of sin. All day and night, he lived with that uncomfortable sin. Spiritual strength was drained till finally he admitted his sins and stopped trying to hide them. Is this what you need to do, Saint? Is this you too? What a different experience you have when you finally tell the truth and come clean before God. Saints, God is calling each of us end the cover-up, to end the pretense. You think that your stress is caused by this and that. But God sees it differently. You see, even our health deteriorates when we remain in sin. We sigh, we groan, we complain, we even cuss. We feel depleted. Because of unresolved sin in our lives. We receive unwarranted attacks from the enemy when we hold on to unresolved sin. We receive unwarranted attacks from the enemy when we hold on to Unresolved sin Not all stress Comes from sin But sin Is a powerful source Of stress Saints God offers To each of us A solution For sin In our lives Yes, he does. God offers to us a solution for sin in our lives. Some of us are experiencing a degree of weariness that has nothing to do with the heat of the summer. Amen. And has nothing to do with whether or not we took a vitamin supplement. It has everything to do with sin that has not been properly handled in our lives. Let's look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 1 John, at the end, back there toward the end of the Bible, chapter 1, verse 9. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. Some of us are having 
um, hindrances to our prayer answers coming forth because of unresolved sin in our lives. First John one nine. If we if we if we confess our sin, if if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If, if we confess, when we confess to the Lord the sin that is weighing us down, when we truly repent from our heart, not just saying words because we've been taught what to say, we will experience forgiveness from that gnawing sense of guilt that has lived with us. Hmm. Amen. Uh, I remember, I can't remember where the scripture reference is, But somewhere between Brother Marshall and Brother Bill, they'll find it. There's a place in the scriptures where some bad effects were happening to the children of Israel. And David sought the Lord to find out what the problem was. And it seems that the problem, if I remember correctly, was some sin that Saul had committed And I think it was against the Gibeonites. You'll have to check me on that one. I might not be quite accurate. It was a sin that Saul had committed against them. And so David had to go to that group of people and say, what would you have us to do? Because we need to make this right with you. Amen? We need to make it right. So you see, things. sin is there. God is calling us to repentance. He's calling us to confess it. He's calling us to do something about it. Because he wants to do things for us. Amen? He wants to bless us. Amen? Amen. In Psalm 32 beginning with verse 1, Psalm 32, beginning with verse 1. The Bible says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. Blessed 
is the man who sinned, the Lord does not count against him. Putis not iniquity means. God's not holding your sin against you. Amen? Blessed is the man in whose spirit there is no deceit at all. Praise God. No deceit. No turning from righteousness at all. Amen? We have each been forgiven of an innumerable host of sins, transgressions, and iniquity. Praise the Lord. Everybody, praise the Lord. With some, it's lying. With some, it's judging. With some, it's prejudice. With some, it's adultery. With some, it's idolatry. With some, it's murder. With some, it's even worse. Note, saints, that an accurate perception of reality in Christ Jesus is mandatory for all of us. An accurate perception of reality in Christ Jesus is mandatory. You can't keep your head in a cloud when the cloud has moved on. Many of us should pray fervently for this accurate perception of reality in Christ Jesus. Many of us should pray fervently for this accurate perception of reality in Christ Jesus. Some of us are too much comfortable in our sins. We go along every day as though nothing is really wrong. Well, saints, let's not be hypocrites. Let's live in truth before our God. When we break God's law, as all of us do, we are guilty whether or not we feel guilty. When transgression of God's law takes place, we are guilty whether we feel it or not, whether we think about it or not, whether we are yet aware or not. It is still taking place. Likewise, Once our present sins are dealt with properly in Christ, we are actually forgiven, whether or not we feel forgiven. That's right. Once our sins are dealt with properly in Christ, we are actually forgiven, 
whether or not we feel forgiven. Pardon and grace flowed freely from Calvary. Many Christians do not feel forgiven after they have asked for God's forgiveness. They are suffering not from true guilt, but instead from residual guilt, the sadness that saddles their soul. It weighs them down, whether they admit it or not. These saints put themselves into a self-inflicted state of just not good enough for God, others, or myself. They lock themselves in a jail cell. That's right. They put themselves, these saints put themselves into a self-inflicted state of I'm just not good enough for God, others, or myself. Now, if you treat yourself that way, how does the love of God dwell in you? Because we are commanded to love ourselves. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. So after the Son has set you free, how is it you put yourself back into captivity? Is that a way to love yourself? Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah is in the Old Testament. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. And I will remember their sin no more. God says that he will forgive and forget our sins. So why, saints, do we still remind God of how horrible we really think we are? Why do we keep bringing up our sins of the past? Amen. Why do we refuse to love ourselves? 
the way God loves us. You see, it's time to bring your perspective of you before the throne of God. The way you think about you, the way you feel about you, what you believe about you, it's time to report before the throne of God with all of that. Amen. Why don't we forgive ourselves? Forget the past and go on, appreciate ourselves for the change that God has worked in our lives. Why don't we forgive ourselves? Why don't we forget the past? Why don't we appreciate ourselves for the change that God has worked in our lives? Don't forget God, that God looks on the heart too. God looks on the heart as well. Don't forget that. God says, that he has forgotten our past sins and has buried them in the depths of the sea. Now, saints, when God says that's what he's done, who are you to tell him otherwise? When God says that that's what he has done, who are you? to tell him that he's wrong about you. Who are you? Micah, in the Old Testament, the book of Micah, chapter 7, verse 19. Micah, chapter 7, verse 19. Micah, chapter 7, verse 19. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquity. And thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. See? God says that he's cast all of our sin into the depths of the sea. So who sent you to go deep sea fishing to dredge them up again? Who did that? You know, saints, you know how the dog will dig up his old bones 
to chew on them some more. You know, he's already buried the bone, okay? He's, he's licked it and sucked it and chewed it and played with it and done everything he wanted to do. He's buried it one place. He digs it up and buries it someplace else. And he's done that a few times. And so then he's going to dig it up and he's going to chew on it some more. And we just watch him do that and wonder why they're doing that. They're trying to tell us something. That's what we do. When we do this, we push away the power of the blood of Jesus. When we do this, we push away the power of the blood of Jesus by rejecting his finished work. We are reject when we do this, we just gonna keep digging it up and and trying to uh uh shake it before God, say, See, see, I'm unworthy. I can't receive this blessing, I can't receive this healing, I can't receive this promotion. I can't get this, I can't get that, I can't get the other, because I'm so unworthy. Really? Seriously? The blood of Jesus is extremely powerful. Amen. When we do this, We push away the power of the blood of Jesus by rejecting his finished work. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Either Jesus spoke the truth at that moment or he's a fraud. You decide. Amen? You decide. He said it's finished. That's what he said. He said it's finished. What do you say? Two can't walk together lest they be agreed. When Jesus took our sin upon himself and died on the cross in your place, it means that he paid for your sins in full. Paid in full. God insists on paying it all. Yes, he does. You know, the old saints understood this just fine. It goes this way. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed it white. As snow. The old saints 
understood that. What about you? What about you? First Corinthians chapter 11. First Corinthians chapter 11. And we're going to verse 31. First Corinthians chapter 11. And we're going to verse 31. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. So God has made a way of escape for us, saints. We should take him up on it. We should take him up on it all the time. Being convicted of sin should lead us to godly repentance. And in repentance, You forsake your sin. You abandon your sin. You walk away from that that is sinful, and you don't go back anymore. However, self-pity, remorse, and wounded pride, Yes, wounded pride. They discourage us and they weaken us. The self-pity, woe is me. The remorse, we're just going to stay in it forever. We're going to play that, that tune over and over and over again how it happened, when it happened, the way it this, and on and on and on. And we're just going to keep playing it over and over again. And that wounded pride. You see, we're supposed to forsake pride for God's humility. We're supposed to be clothed in humility but the minute our our pride gets wounded even the smallest we are suddenly in a huff and offended well you have to repent of that too a lot of people just can't bear to hear the truth about themselves A lot of people can't stand to feel embarrassed, even when it's no one there but them and God. That's way too much pride. That kind of pride is the sinking kind, 
when you're sinking deep in sin. There's the kind of pride when you think too highly of your own opinion and too highly of some situation, some person, or even yourself and what you believe, think, do, etc. But we're called to be clothed in humility, not arrayed in pride, clothed in humility. Same remorse that we won't let go of. And that wounded pride, that wounded ego, it ought to go the way we think it ought to go. And there's no other way for it to go. Well, we would prefer it this way. Those things discourage and they weaken us. They weaken us. We have a weaker stand against the devil when we allow for such. Saints, stop licking these kinds of wounds. God doesn't like it. Jesus doesn't like that. He's not pleased with it at all. Let's visit with Job. Job had something to say. Job chapter 34, beginning with verse 31. Job chapter 34, beginning with verse 31. Surely it is meet to be said unto God. Surely it is fitting to be said unto God. I have borne chest. I will not offend anymore. Lord, I'm not going to do that. Anymore. When your correction comes, I'm going to humble myself and receive your correction. I'm not going to get my back up anymore. That which I see not, teach thou me. Verse 32. That which I see not, Thou me. If I have done iniquity, I will do no more. Jesus told the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Well, she wasn't the only one caught, but she was the one that got brought to Jesus. Go and sin no more. He's saying it to us too, saying, go and sin no more. Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18. Beginning with verse 21. Ezekiel 
chapter 18, beginning with verse 21. But if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed and keep all my statutes and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. All his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. In his righteousness that he hath done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, saith the Lord God, and not that he should return from his ways and live? God says he doesn't have any pleasure at all in the wicked just dying. And staying wicked That doesn't bless him He would prefer That he should return From his wicked ways And live God would prefer That all men be saved Some just refuse to be Ezekiel chapter 33 Beginning with verse 10. Ezekiel chapter 33. Beginning with verse 10. Ezekiel chapter 33. Beginning with verse 10. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus ye speak, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Didn't call anybody to pine away in sin. He calls us to repentance. Verse 11, Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil way. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil way. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? 38, verse 4, Psalm 38, verse 4. Psalm, the book of Psalms, Psalm 38, verse 4. For mine iniquity are gone over my head as a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. Too heavy 
for me. Psalm 38, verse 6. Psalm 38, verse 6. I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. I go mourning all the day long. Verse 9. Psalm 38, verse 9. Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. My groaning is not hid from thee. It might be hid from other people. But it's not hid from you. He's starting to acknowledge his condition. And God is calling us to do the same. Amen? He's calling us to do the same. Verse 18. Psalm 38, verse 8. Start instead at verse 17. Psalm 38, verse 17. For I am ready to halt, or I'm ready to fall. I'm I'm not going to make it much longer like this, Lord. This is as far as I can go in this condition. And my sorrow is continually before me. I can't get this out of my mind or away from me. It won't go wherever I go. It goes with me. Verse 18. For I will declare mine iniquity. I will declare my iniquity. I will be sorry for my sin. I will be sorry for my sin. We need to be sorry for our sin. We don't need to just be sorry. We need to be sorry for our sin. Psalm 51, verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 3. Psalm 51, verse 3. Amen. I'm turning there with you. Psalm 51, verse 3. I acknowledge my transgression. I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before thee. Verse 4, against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mayest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. 
Well, he's starting to take some accountability for what has gone wrong. 51 verse 9. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquity. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Yes, it's possible for God to remove his Holy Spirit from us, saints. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Verse 14. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Psalm 73. Psalm 73. Psalm 73. Beginning with verse 21. Psalm 73 beginning with verse 21. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins, in my emotions, in my feelings. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee, Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. God didn't desert the person because they sinned. We shouldn't desert God because we sinned either. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 4, Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 14, Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 14. O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. How long? Shall thy vain thought lodge within thee? O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. How long shall thy vain thought lodge within thee? Amen. You see, God is pleading with his people. He's pleading with us 
to come clean with him. Pleading. Amen. Psalm 34, verse 18. Psalm 34, verse 18. Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. God is close to them that have a broken heart because of their sin. God is close to people whose hearts are broken over their own sin. Amen? Perhaps we need to have a talk with the Lord. Psalm 51, verse 17. Psalm 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. A broken and contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. First John chapter one. First John chapter one. First John chapter one. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things write we unto you, that your joy may be full, This, then, is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 
If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 22. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 22. Amen. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression and as a cloud thy sin. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Amen. Jesus suffered for our sins so that we could be freed from sin by refusing to accept his provision we are saying that he died in vain and that we are good enough to pay our own way to heaven amen say let's take the lord seriously amen Let's take the Lord seriously. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good, and we want to thank him for his goodness. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get started. I especially like this one. Tiffany says, praise God for taking down the Georgia Godstones. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are <laughs> oh, praise you, Lord, for that. Lena has a praise report. My mother was holding unforgiveness for 46 years yesterday for the first time she confessed it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You set her free. We praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Caitlin has a praise report. When we were going to get my sister, when we were reaching downtown, I had the urge to bind accident spirits. And when we went to get our sister, we explored a store a little bit, and then we left. When we were getting out of the parking lot, someone drove in the wrong lane, causing their car to come in front of ours. Praise you, Lord, that you stopped the car. Who knows what could have happened? It was a 
she's showing about an eighth of an inch is how close they were. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Saints, you have got to bind the accident spirit every time you get in your car to drive, and the Lord will protect you. We just give you praise and glory, Lord. Praise and glory. Praise and glory, Lord Jesus, that you protect us. NK has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for fixing the computer so we can watch a special movie. Thank you for giving us such things. I love you, Lord Jesus. Just praise you for that. Claude S. has a praise report. Father, I was worried about money because my husband left this morning, and I woke up to a $1,000 child support payment. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And the government's still holding $2,000. I'm believing it to be sent as well. Thank you so much, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord, you take care of us. You will always provide our needs. We praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Simon has a prayer report. Thank you for curing me from an illness that resulted from evil spiritual forces. And through certain men at work, God has delivered me today. Thanks for your prayers answered. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. Sister Nicole has a praise report. Last night around midnight, I got I woke up in so much pain. The devil come in my room and he was attacking me. In the past, I had to get up and pray, but last night, there was no one to help. I was in agony. I cried to the Lord for his help, prayed in tongues, rebuked those demons that were attacking me back to the sender. I am thankful that Jesus took these spirits out of me, and I'm no longer in pain. I prayed a lot that night to get the stuff out of my house, and I'm so thankful, God, I'm not suffering today. God is so good. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that praise report. Praise you, Lord. Caroline says, my eldest sister, Jer, who had a a metal in her back two years, she um, and she's been vaccinated twice. She repented, and she was born again. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord, for that praise report. Beloved has a praise report. Oh, how great is our God, saints. I passed my final exam, and I feel like a million dollars. The Lord keeps showing me over and over how much he loves me. I seriously could not have done this without him. Thank you so much. Praise you, Lord, for that wonderful praise report. Stacy has a praise report. The check engine light on my car went off. Praise God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for the prayers of my family and prayers at MIC. Praise you for that, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for destroying the Georgia Godstones. Thank you for the rain tonight, and thank you for the opportunity to talk to the lady at AT&T Technical Support who is located in the Philippines about spiritual warfare and MIC. For more than an hour, she helped me with my technical issue. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're drawing people to us. Praise you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. I praise God for his love, mercies, and blessings, deliverance from neuropathy, another blessing, another healing after baptism. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A visit to a city 
and museum I've wanted to go to for four years, and the opportunity to worship and fellowship with Pastor Sabrina and MIC Saints in Jacksonville, protection of me and my home from robbery and a bad storm that felled an old tree in the neighbor's yard. Thank you, Lord, for the traveling mercies from one destination to the next. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace and mercy. Bless your holy name. What a wonderful praise report, Lord. OP has a praise report. Before my uncle died, he repented of his sins. Yes, OP, you'll see your uncle in heaven whenever it's our time to go. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. We praise you, Lord. Dana has another praise report. I thank God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm repeating Doing it. Thank God for his loving kindness. I perceived that bags under my eyes for over a year had a spiritual connotation. They appeared suddenly, 24 hours of each other. So I asked for God's intervention, and he removed them. Pastor Sabrina prayed for my cat on Sunday, and our Heavenly Father answered the prayer. I picked her up from the boarding facility. She was her normal sweet self. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. And NK says, praise God. Today is KK's birthday, and last night he decided to release his desires and ideas and just go with the flow of God's plan, how he planned it. So far, his birthday's been so pleasant, filled with unexpected blessings. In particular, he believed God was prompting him to call his mom, which is at 118, which is the time that AK was born. She would always wait until that time to wish him a happy birthday. They haven't spoken to us since last year and hadn't done anything against us, and I didn't know how to receive forgiveness. Well, just as KK was dialing his mom, texting him, the call went really great. Both his parents were blessed by talking to their son. Turns out, that in the text, KK's mom was actually apologizing and wanting to be right with all of us. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for bringing them to salvation and to his glory. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, that you're working on our family members. Stacy has a praise report. For years, I have been unable to walk normally. My right leg wouldn't move fully back when I put my left foot forward. I used to walk very fast with very long strides. Now I'm not walking fast, but I have the ability to have the long stride, the ability to extend both legs, both front and back, that I had years ago. Praise God. Praise you, Lord, for that healing. We praise you, Lord, for that. And Lena has a praise report. Thank you, God, you healed me from a sore throat and a cough. And praise you, Lord. Praise you for my voice is back. Praise the Lord. Sharon has a praise report. Lord, I give you thanksgiving for today. You gave me the words without nervousness and doubt or fear to say what I needed to say in court. As the Lord represented me in court, thank you for dropping the three charges and paying a fine the court costs with the other. Praise God. Thank you for letting me come home with money in my pocket. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. And St. Sharon had put her 
prayer request in the prayer room, and look how the Lord came through. you got to put all your requests in there. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amori has a praise report. Because of doing warfare before driving anywhere I go, I felt much better and safer after traveling a different distance home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. NK has another praise report. Long story short, there was a man by himself, by himself who I was willing to talk to about Jesus if that is what God wanted. I prayed and waited and still couldn't discern God's voice. I put in a prayer request and then walked across the way towards the man while praying just as I was almost at the man's table. I bound all traps, and suddenly the man's friend appeared with alcohol. So AK and I just walked on by. God is so good, saints. Thank you, Father, for teaching me to wait and to rely on the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. JC has a praise report. Thank you, God, that Thomas, the high school teacher and steward at our school, his lungs are taking in oxygen on their own, and they're able to lessen the vent. The x-ray showed pneumonia, but the lab test didn't show pneumonia. We are running. They are running further tests to see what's going on. He gets his last chemo session for leukemia Friday. Father, I ask you to allow him to breathe on his own and that he's brought out of the coma in Jesus' name. And I'm in agreement with that prayer. And Johnny Red has a praise report. Kim, who gave her life to Jesus, yet today she has given up weed and her gang connections. And, Lord, I just hide all of them under the blood of Jesus. We praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. My aunt bought all the food I needed for this fest. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful aunt. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. NK, praise. I texted my husband at 2 o'clock saying, God is amazing. I've only had water and communion today, but did more exercise than usual. I spent almost two hours in the air conditioning wearing a wet bathing suit under the sleeveless dress doing an English lesson. None of this was possible in the past. KK wrote back that God is making me stronger and stronger, and just as I was reading his reply, AK said to me, you are getting stronger and stronger. I like watching it. It's like watching a flower open. (laughs) Crazy Lord for that. He had no idea about the conversation I was having with KK. It's confirmed. God is increasing my endurance and making me stronger. It's astonishing. Well, we just give you praise and glory, Lord, for all these wonderful praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Just praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What wonderful praise reports. Absolutely marvelous, just like our God. Amen? Absolutely marvelous, just like our God. We're going to go ahead, the Holy Spirit's given me the go-ahead, to do our uh, adjudications now. And anyone who has a question, email pastor at gproom at outlook.com. Email pastor, that would be me, 
at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that you have given us this method of bringing our concern about our world to you. We want to thank you for the answers that have been coming, that have been flooding in, because you are intervening. It's not the same, Lord, as when there's a problem presented and man decides he ought to do this or he ought to do that. It's a quite a different thing when you step on the scene, when you step in from heaven into man's world, to reorder things according to your own will, your own plan, and your own purpose. So we come before you, Lord, thanking you for the answers and the uncovering and the truth and the facts that are now pouring forth like a fountain, full, ready to disperse and dispense that that is needed. We thank you, Lord, for all the hidden things that are being uncovered and made known to all who will listen. We want to thank you for every opportunity that we have to stand in our battle gear and to pray before your throne that your will be done as in heaven, so in earth. So we come before you tonight, Father, as the body of Christ. We come before you in our battle gear. We come before you in the mind of Christ. We come before you having humbled our hearts through the word that you gave us tonight. And we want to thank you for allowing us to join you in spiritual warfare. We want to thank you for allowing us to fight along with you. We want to thank you for allowing us to participate with you as you change the world. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Abortion rights groups are suing the state of Florida to stop its ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, have asked the state appeals court temporarily halt the new law until it sends the case back to the lower court. Lawyers for the plaintiffs, which includes Planned Parenthood, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the Center for Reproductive Rights, also asked the First District Court of Appeal to speed up the briefing schedule on the request. Given this need for urgent relief, plaintiffs request expedited review and that the court ordered the state to respond to this motion by Friday, the request said. Breaking it down, Leon County Circuit Court Judge John C. Cooper 
granted a temporary injunction last week that blocked the 15-week abortion ban with the lawsuit pending. The lower court judge issued the ruling after a two-day evidentiary hearing held just before the law took effect July 1. But State Attorney General Ashley Moody's office appealed Cooper's decision, triggering an automatic hold on the injunction. Praise the Lord God Almighty. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning America First Legal Foundation wants the government to investigate Dick's Sporting Goods for a new policy that reimburses employees up to $4,000 to travel for an abortion, arguing that the practice constitutes illegal employment discrimination because the company does not offer the same benefit to a pregnant female employee who chooses to have her baby. The foundation was launched by former senior Trump White House advisor Stephen Miller in February 2021. Former President Donald Trump endorsed it a few weeks later. America First Legal vows in its mission statement to wage a forceful defense of our rights, our country, and our cherished American way of life against progressive who have used the court system to attack our founding documents, undermine the rule of law, and erode our nation's most cherished principles and traditions. Employee abortion benefit programs have been popping up at corporations across the nation since a draft Supreme Court opinion indicating the court was poised to overturn Roe versus Wade was leaked in early May. The court reversed the 1973 abortion precedent on June 24th, returning the regulation of abortion to the state. The benefit reimburses the pregnant woman for traveling outside her home state, which restricts abortion access to a state where obtaining an abortion is easier. Citigroup. Disney, Warner Brothers, Meta, which is the parent company for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Lyft, Uber, Intuit, BuzzFeed Incorporated, Levi Strauss and Company, Starbucks, Yelp, Microsoft, Apple, MasterCard Incorporated, Netflix, Tesla, Tesla, and Zillow have also reportedly adopted the benefit policy. Typically, the benefit is a travel stipend capped at $4,000. Trade publication HR Dive reported. Some companies have offered abortion benefits to employees for years. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf, a Democrat, promptly praised the company. Pennsylvania company Dix has promised to protect team members who live in states where abortion access is restricted, Wolf wrote on Twitter. 
I applaud Dix for this swift action. But Coropolis, Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania-based Dick policy runs counter to Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, according to America First Legal Senior Counselor and Director of Oversight, Reed D. Rubenstein. Subsidizing travel for an abortion while denying an equivalent benefit to a mother welcoming a new baby is perverse and unlawful, Rubenstein said in a statement. Using racial balancing and quotas in hiring and promotion, as the company claims that it does, has been illegal for decades. Dick's management is an avatar for the rot and danger of corporate wokeness, Rubenstein sent in a letter to the Pittsburgh office of the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission on July 13th urging the agency to open an investigation into Dick Sporting Goods Incorporated for engaging in unlawful employment practices in violation of federal civil rights law. The company's decision to provide the travel benefit, which is properly classified both as compensation and or as a privilege of employment to pregnant women who chooses to abort her child, while denying any equivalent compensation or benefit to a pregnant woman who chooses life, violates federal civil law, civil rights laws, the letter states. Dix also has inclusion and diversity goals that are infused with unlawful considerations of race, color, sex, and or national origin. The company discriminates on the basis of race, color, sex, and national organ origin in its employment and contracting policies, Rubenstein wrote. Hours after the Supreme Court ruling, Dix announced it would offer the abortion benefit, which provides as much as $4,000 to reimburse travel for an employee's spouse or dependent, along with a support person to procure an abortion. We recognize people feel passionately about this topic and that there are teammates and athletes who will not agree with this decision, Dick's CEO Lauren Hobart said in a post on her LinkedIn page. However, we also recognize that decisions involving health and families are deeply personal and made with thoughtful consideration. We are making this decision so our teammates can access the same health care options regardless of where they live, and choose what is best for them. We are prepared to ensure that all of our teammates have consistent and safe access to the benefits we provide, regardless of the state in which they live, Hobart said. Mm-hmm. Amen. So there we have it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your adjudication. From the righteous judge concerning. Single-family zoning is a type of planning restriction applied to certain residential zones in the United States and Canada in order to restrict development development to only allow single-family detached homes. It disallows townhomes, duplexes, 
and multifamily housing, better known as apartments, from being built on any plot of land with this zoning designation. It is a form of exclusionary zoning and was created as a way to keep minorities out of white neighborhoods. And that's the truth thing. It both increases the cost of housing units and decreases the supply. In many United States cities, 75% of land zoned for residential uses is zoned single family. Recently, many cities across the nation have started looking at reforming their land use regulations, particularly single family zoning in attempts to solve their housing shortages and reduce the racial inequities which arise from housing segregation. These upzoning efforts would not require that new housing types be built in a neighborhood. It merely allows for flexibility and options. For example, changing a single-family zoning district to a multifamily residential zoning district would not mandate single-family detached homes to be converted, nor would it prohibit new single-family homes. It just would allow owners of those single-family detached homes to subdivide their property or owners of empty lots to build something other than a single-family home. No factor matters more to homelessness than access to housing. Poverty, mental illness, addiction, and other issues do play roles, but they are less significant. Many cities and states in the Midwest and South, for example, have higher rates of mental illness, poverty, or addiction than other parts of the U.S., but they have similar or lower rates of homelessness. What explains regional variation is housing market conditions said Greg Colburn, a housing expert at the University of Washington. Housing researchers use the example of musical chairs. Imagine there are 10 people for nine chairs. One person weighed down by poor health does not make it to a chair. Is the problem that the person's health or the lack of, or the lack of chairs? Homelessness Homelessness, then, is a supply and demand problem. Without enough housing, not everyone has a place to live. And the homes that do exist cost more as people compete for limited supply. So more people are priced out and more end up homeless. Policymakers have made the crisis worse, instituting laws and zoning rules that limit the number of available homes. Consider California. Los Angeles County allocates 76% of its residential land to single-family housing, while the San Francisco Bay Area allocates 85%. Historically, this has made it difficult to build more housing. More plots are reserved for only one family instead of duplexes or apartment buildings that can house many more. The combination of zoning rules and local protests has added to a housing deficit year after year, as growing populations have outpaced new homes built. Now California has 23 available affordable homes 
for every 100 extremely low-income renters, among the worst rates of any state. Some cities and states have begun confronting the issue. California and Oregon passed laws in recent years to effectively end single-family zoning. But homelessness took decades to get to this level, and it will probably take years to fully address. And while homelessness is largely associated with Democratic-run cities in Democratic-run states, that appears to be changing as more Americans flock to the Sun Belt and the West. If traditionally red states in these areas repeat the same mistakes as their coastal counterparts, they could set themselves up for a crisis in the future. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, to some degree, each of us has experienced something of this situation. And you know what my situation has been from childhood until this day. So we thank you for your intervention, your adjudication, and the release of those judgments to be seen in the earth. In Jesus' name, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Amazon. Yes, Amazon has acknowledged that it provides footage from its ring doorbell cameras to law enforcement without the owner's permission. Without the owner's permission. You heard it right. without the owner's permission, saying it has done so nearly a dozen times this year, but only in the event of emergency. Well, who's to define that? In a letter addressed to Democratic Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts and published by the lawmaker on Wednesday, Amazon said it provided videos to police 11 times in 2021, in each case following a good-faith determination that there was an imminent danger of death or serious physical injury to a person requiring disclosure of information without delay. Though the company has maintained a policy allowing for such sharing without owner's consent, The letter is the first time Amazon has admitted to doing so. The senator was highly critical of the retail giant in light of the disclosure, raising concerns about law enforcement reliance on private surveillance, which he said would create a crisis of accountability. The senator was highly critical of the retail giant in light of the disclosure, raising concerns about law enforcement reliance on private surveillance, which he said would create a crisis of accountability. I am particularly concerned that biometric surveillance could become central to the growing web of surveillance systems that Amazon and other powerful tech companies are responsible for, he added, vowing to continue to exercise oversight of these harmful corporate practices. Amazon also reported a five-fold increase in the number of police partnerships with the Ring Service 
since 2019, with 2,161 law enforcement agencies now participating in a footage-sharing program. So if you think you have privacy in your home when you have these devices there, you are most sadly mistaken. You have actually purchased spying machines for your home, in case you didn't realize it. And Alexa is really not much different. Praise the Lord. Though Markey said the firm had committed to recruiting health departments and other institutions to address issues such as homelessness, addiction, and mental health, Amazon said it had yet to expand beyond police and fire departments. The company has come under fire in the past for its close ties to to police departments, as well as its proprietary facial recognition technology, which was slammed by the ACLU as primed for abuse in the hands of government. The controversy prompted Amazon to place a moratorium on law enforcement use software in 2020, which it later agreed to extend until further notice. In a statement to Politico, Amazon insisted it's simply untrue that Ring Ring gives anyone unfettered access to customer data or video, adding that footage is only shared when it could save lives or prevent serious physical injury. Still, Markey and other lawmakers in both chambers of Congress have continued to sound alarms over the technology, introducing bills that would prohibit use of biometric technology by federal agencies and restrict funding to state and local entities unless they agree to renounce facial recognition devices. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge. Two men arrested for allegedly planning to attack a July 4th celebration in Virginia are both in the United States illegally with one having been deported twice, according to U.S. officials and court documents. Julio Alvarado Dubon, 52, was arrested on July 4th for allegedly allegedly plotting the mass shooting of Roman Barracarcel, 38, who was arrested on July 5th. Both were charged with being non-U.S. citizens in possession of firearms non-U.S. citizens in possession of firearms. Initial documents filed in General District Court in Richmond say the men are in the U.S. illegally. The documents say Alvarado Dubon has an expired visa. Both men and Guatemalan nationals, an official with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, confirmed in an email. Barras Balas 
Carcel was deported twice from the United States before, the official said, once in October 2013 and again in August 2014. Immigration detainers were placed on both men. Court documents note bond was set at $15,000 for Alvarado Dubon, but the Richmond City Jail, where he was booked, still lists him as an inmate. Colette McEachin, the Commonwealth attorney for the city, told the TV report reported that Dubon was released and that her office objected to the decision to grant bond. Nevertheless, the general district court judge granted a bond and decided on the $15,000 amount himself, she said. The lawyer listed for Dubon declined to comment. His next hearing is on August 2nd. Authorities in Richmond did not respond to queries. Bala Carcel remains in custody. Colonel Mark Coomer, superintendent of the Albemarle County Jail, told the Epic Times via email, it wasn't immediately clear if Bala Carcel had an attorney who would speak on his behalf. Richmond police officials said in an earlier briefing that a tipster from a hero citizen led police to an apartment Dubon and Ballas Carcel shared. Dubon let officers inside when they saw clear evidence backing the tipster. Richmond Police Chief General Gerald Smith told reporters at a briefing, the pair were planning to shoot up the Independence Day event at the Dogwood Dell Amphitheater, which seats 2,400 people and is located outdoors, according to officials. A concert and fireworks were held for the event. The charge each man faces is a Class 6 felony. Under Virginia law, the charge can bring a term of imprisonment of one to five years. Mm-hmm. Now, Saints, earlier today in the MIC chat room, I posted an account of a tragic situation that has happened in our nation and involving a 10-year-old girl. And this crime, this atrocity, was committed by someone who is in the country illegally. Had the laws of the land been upheld by this administration, this present administration, that crime could not have taken place as it did. Granted, the poor, poor pro-abortionists are trying to use it for their own advantage. Had the Biden administration upheld the laws of the land, concerning illegals coming into the country, that crime would not have taken place. Amen? Amen. So, 
praying for the 10-year-old. We're believing God for her salvation. We are praying for her family and all who are actually involved in this matter. Amen? Amen. All who are actually involved in this matter. Brother Marshall, we're ready to go before the throne of God. Thank you for the throne of grace, Father. Thank you for that blood of sprinkling that speak of better things than that of Abel. Thank you, Jesus, for ever living to make intercession for each of us and for those we're holding up before you, Father. And we do hold up these things, Father. All these situations, Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God, including the situation with the 10-year-old girl, Lord. Our times are in your hands. But we thank you, Father God, for making a way where there didn't seem to be any way. And the natural things don't look promising on the earth because there's so many things going on that are uh, discouraging to many people that love the Lord. But there are other things that are going on to say, hey, God's taking care of things. He knows what he's doing. And we thank you. You do know exactly what you're doing. So we hold every thought captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, deploying down the strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I bind every spirit of vain imagination. Continue to cast all my burden upon you, Lord, all of our burden upon you, Lord, upon you, Lord and you will sustain us. You will never suffer the righteous to be moved. We thank you for providing for those in need, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your mercies that are new this day and every day, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, those that are struggling, not just the 10-year-old, all those that are struggling from different attacks in various ways, Father God, in Jesus' name. It says in Psalm 103, verse 6, The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. So we thank you, Lord. You're the one who executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. A lot of people have been struggling, Father God, in different areas. And all these different things that Dr. Sabrina has just read through, Father God, all these different things, including the, the business with Amazon being in cahoots with uh, other groups that would want to Gaze inside people's homes, not always with the best intents, perhaps. Maybe they do. I shouldn't judge them. I don't know anyone else's heart. Some police officers have good intentions, and some don't, Father God. But you know what's going on on Amazon. But when the big corporations get in cahoots with the government, I think that's what the definition of fascism is, Father God, When the more especially on the federal level, not just on local police, but I do thank you for the local police that actually are from the neighborhoods, that care for the people in those neighborhoods. And some of them have been pretty hard and calloused in the past. I heard a most amazing testimony today, Lord, about a, a very tough uh, cop from New York City who was very prejudiced. But, Father God, you went and got a hold of his heart, and you changed him radically, Father God. Amazing how you can change people's hearts. Give us all new hearts, Father God. We pray for those who despitefully use us, including those at Amazon. Those that are controlled by spirits of blackmail and greed and other ungodly spirits. We ask you to deliver them, Father God. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. You told us to pray for those, Father God. Not to be casting stones at them, Father God, but to intercede for them. Because Jesus, when he had the opportunity to say, go ahead and stone the woman. She was caught in adultery, the very act. 
And he's the one who gave Moses the law because he's the word of God who gave Moses the law on Mount Sinai. But he's compassionate. We think that grace and truth come by Jesus Christ. Not just truth, not just hard judgment, but grace. Because we all need that grace. I need that grace every day. And that's why I die daily. I keep examining my own heart and I say, oh, I have something else I have to repent of. And I do. And then it's, the slate is clear. It's clear again, washed under the blood. We think of that blood that's on the mercy seat. Think of that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of evil. Father, those at Amazon and other places, different police uh, uh, bureaus and different areas, they can repent. The individual officers send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Even as Brother Bill and others are encouraged us to pray, Father, send angels to read the Word of God over them. Because faith doesn't just come willy-nilly. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word, which is why Jesus said to those Jews that believed in them, if you continue in my Word, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Free from what? To whoever we obey, we're the servants to whom we obey. If we obey greed, we're servants to Satan and greed. If we obey, if we obey carrying grudges, we're the servants of Satan, because he's the one who's very angry and very proud and haughty, and he wants to get even with God, because God's been not dealing very nicely with Satan, because Satan cannot repent. But people can repent, Father. So we ask you for those that can, grant them the gifts of repentance, the acknowledgement of the truth, that they will recover themselves from the snare of the devil. You told us how to pray, Father God. And grant the people the gifts of repentance that need it, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you said you don't want even one of these little ones to perish, especially the children, the 10-year-old, all the children, Father God, that have been put in harm's way because of ungodly control from not necessarily elected officials, but government bureaucrats or more particularly People who were put in office that were pretended to be put there by election, but was maybe they were selected by an elite group who have an agenda that don't line up with the agenda of the Most High God. But you know how to deal with those, Father, in Jesus' name. Had to deal with each and every one of them, Father, in Jesus' name. And you say it in Psalm 9, verse 15. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the net which, in net which they hid as their own foot taken. Did Amazon put out a little net there? The web, the World Wide Web, WWW World Wide Web. It's in the very net, the web that they put, the witches have put webs out to catch people in little snares. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all nations that forget God, including the pastors who don't think there is a hell. As I heard a, a, a saint talk today, there are so many pastors that are, oh, no, no, that's just a, you know, a little purgatory, a little, we get to, to get to repent after we die. Uh, I don't read that in the Word. People can come back to life and repent, and some people have done that. Some people have died and said, whoo, I was just headed to hell. And I got, whoo, the Lord brought me out of there, and I repent. And some people, I thank you, Father God, for those that have repented. I thank you, Father God, for the pastor's wife of the church I used to be at, Father God. And when she was a 15-year-old, she used to, like, mock her parents and all that. Oh, they were holiness people. They said, oh, you can't wear a short little mini skirt. She said, oh, Mom, get with the times. And then she died. But then she came back by the grace of God because her parents interceded for her. 
and she became a saint because she repented. She actually came into the kingdom. She wasn't a pretend Christian. She was a real Christian because she didn't want to kind of cut her time short by disobeying her parents. Because that's one of those promises in the Ten Commandments. If we obey our parents, we have a long, healthy life. And we thank you for that, Lord. Help the people, Father God, that have been dabbling with Satan and doing it his way and doing it the wrong way instead of doing it the way of the living God. Even according to the simple commandments, the Ten Commandments, not just ten suggestions, ten commandments, we are really supposed to obey God and love God with all of our heart and not have idols. What kind of idols? Well, it's it's what people think about me. It's more important than what God thinks about me. It's right to be on Facebook getting affirmation all the time. We bind every one of those spirits that are looking for love in the wrong places. Every spirit of running to the bar. They, oh, this person gave me a little nod or a little wink or bought me a drink. We bind every one of those spirits that are looking for love in all the wrong places. The people that go, that have to go, including those children of those in authority that have to go get their cocaine or get their whatever. Father, we bind every one of those spirits of self spirit of looking for love in the wrong place. All spirits of antichrist and loving and rebellion are bound. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Cut up a set of book today. And you said, Lord, in Psalm 9, verse 18, the wicked shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. We thank you that you're merciful to the poor, Father God. And we know there's going to be a shaking going on in the financial system, Father God, and that uh, temporarily, temporary limit of housing that's going on now is going to be changed radically coming in the future. Of course, the global elite, they think they've got the whole thing figured out. You'll own nothing to be happy, and you'll rent forever from them because they're going to think they're going to own everything. No, Lord, that's not what the Word says. The Word says the meek shall inherit the earth, not the haughty, not those that are going around saying, we're little gods, and we're going to tell you what to do. So we thank you, Father. The gates of hell will not prevail against your church, the body of Christ. We ask for divine intervention, judication, for all those that are struggling in all these different situations, Father God, including the people that uh, were brought in illegally into this country and came back again and again into this country to try to kind of to cause disruption uh, from the um, uh, 4th of July celebration in, um, in Virginia, wherever that was, in Jesus' name. We ask for divine intervention, adjudication, every one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name, including single-family uh, zoning and all that, Father God. When I moved to the community I'm in now, I didn't realize quite how unique it was. All kinds of big families, duplexes, apartments, all run together. You can one, walk from one to another. Father God, it's a rather unusual, but I didn't realize how unique it was, Father God. But, Father, we think that there are places like that in this country and other countries, too. And we thank you, Father God, for overturning all the planned discrimination against people in many areas, including the discrimination against mothers who want to bring their children to term and want to have uh, benefits from their corporations they work at, like Dick's Sporting Good. They want to say, well, wait a minute, why does that girl get $4,000 to go kill her baby? And what do I do? I get, like, snuffed at by my employer, by my supervisor, because, oh, you mean I have to have maternity leave? Well, we're not going to give you any paid leave. Or maybe it will give you a week, a whole week, maybe maybe six weeks in some places that still offer that. Not many of them do anymore these days. They say, oh, no, no, it's cheaper for us to let the women kill their babies because then we don't have to pay so much. Father, we bind every one of these ungodly spirits behind all these demonically inspired decisions by corporate leaders and all these different corporations that Dr. Sabrina read through, not just 
<clears throat> Dix, not just Citigroup and Disney and Warner Brothers and Meta and Bank of America and J.P. Morgan Chase and Lyft and Uber and BuzzFeed and Levi Strauss. A nice, nice company. They make jeans. Isn't that nice? How about Starbucks? Well, that's not such a nice company, is it? Not many. Some people, I know, I know some people who work there, and some people have found love still go there. And I just, mm-mm-mm, it's taking me, help me, Lord, to keep the zip lifted where it's appropriate, Father God. But we thank you for Pat Holiday pointing that out. The little scripture about when the ark was taken captive by the Philistines, and they took that ark in and they put it before their false god, Dagon, who was what? A merman. He had flippers for feet. He didn't have feet. It was a marine spirit. And what is, what is the symbol for, for Starbucks? So we thank you, Father God. You're exposing all these different things in all these different areas. In Jesus' name, we ask you to continue to do so. We thank you for continually hastening your word to perform it in Jesus' name. Even like you said, cut in Jesus speaking in Mark 4.22. Jesus says, For there is nothing hid that shall not be manifest, neither is anything kept secret that shall not be not shall not come abroad. And Matthew 10.26, you told us to call, put me in remembrance, let us plead together. So we're putting in remembrance together with our big brother Jesus, the word of God is forever settled in heaven. All this nonsense is going to pass away, but your word's going to remain forever. And that's how everybody's going to be judged, by your word. And it says in Matthew 10, 26, Fear thou not, Jesus says, therefore, don't have to fear the people at, at Dick's Sporting Goods or Amazon or any place. Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. We thank you for bringing everything into the light, Father God, because God is light, as Pastor Sabrina read in First John five, First John chapter one, verse five. And in you, there's no shadow of turning, Father. We thank you, Father God. You don't lie. It's impossible for God to lie. And you said there's two of you on earth. Agree, touching anything you ask, it shall be done from by by my Father in heaven. And Father, because of the blood of covenant, not because I'm righteous by myself. <laughs> Because Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing, Marshall. You can't drool. You can't pass wind. You can't do anything. In fact, you wouldn't have any breath if I didn't give it to you. I thank you, Father God. You know, he took me out of my mother's womb. You draw me out of many waters. And the enemy may try to come in like a flood, but the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. We thank you for raising up your standard, your standard of agape love, that love that covers a multitude of sins, that spirit of love that says no the people that think they have to get it all figured out, they have to do their due diligence. And it's good to, to study the Word and, and to show ourselves approved. But there's another type of striving of intellectual pride, of trying to get it all figured out. Oh, I heard this, this, this situation, that situation. I have to go, go to college and, and, and get brainwashed or, or go, to, to go to a public school and get brainwashed so I can pay my, pay my dues to the global elite to keep me in bondage. So, Father, we ask you to set the captives free. Because the, the, thank you for the glorious liberty of the children of God. Like it says in, where's that, in Galatians chapter 5, I think it's around verse 1. And how do we become free? When we listen to Jesus, and we do what he tells us to do, and then we're going to be free. And you said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, maybe with fasting, maybe getting down on our face, and praying before you, and then looking up into your face, and your eyes are red with wine. I, I think of that challenging scripture. I, I've read it, but it didn't hit me as much as the ones did in First uh, Peter 5, that Pastor Sabrina wanted us to 
start to declare, to loose, uh, instead of pride, loose, where is that first John? Is it, where it is? Where was it, Lord? Hannibal said about it. Oh, James chapter 4, verse 10. That was, yes, part of that book, and, and Father God, when I, many times I have communion to break bread on my knees, like the song says, humble yourselves, therefore, in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. So we get down on our knees and we worship because that worship means to bow down. Some people just bowing the head. Some people don't have the, and I've had all kinds of surgeries on my knees, and I thank you, Father God, the ability to even walk is, is a miracle. I thank you for that, Father. But let alone to be able to, to get down on my knees at all, I thank you for that, Father God. And I thank you for the pastor of the church I was at who, when he was in his 80s, struggled to get down on his knees to, to, to worship you, Lord. It was a big struggle holding on to the hardback chair, Father God. But thank you, Father God, you're teaching all of us how to humble ourselves and look up into your face. For once come with our help, our help come with the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And you're keeping us all as the apple of your eye. And your eyes are red with, red with wine. And that's how you teach us. You said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. How did Jesus love me and love each of us? Oh, he poured out his soul for us. Oh, because it says the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh, the nephesh, the soul of the flesh is in the blood in Leviticus 17.11. And I, God, I, Jesus, have given it to you upon the altar, the altar of grace, given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. It's plural. Not just my soul, it's my household. You said a lamb for house. So, Father, for all the descendants of every believer, all the founding members of every believer, pour forth of your spirit, Father God. Send the Holy Spirit to bring conviction, Father God, like you said he would in John 16:8. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, and grant us the gift of repentance, Father God, to all those that need it, including those in corporations, those in businesses, Father God, that are trying to pass discriminatory laws, those in uh, local municipalities that are passing zoning ordinances, they're trying to pe keep people out that they deem uh, less desirable, Father God, those people that are trying to force uh, abortions on people, and especially those from the uh, different groups of the global elite with the, the various gates, B&M gates, the, excuse me, the B&M gates, but you said the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of God. So we ask you to expose what's really going, what their agenda is. Does Bill Gates really just care about people? That's why he's spending all this money to put out information about vaccines, or does he have another agenda? And all the agenda of the people that want to discriminate against people having housing, Father God, why would they want to discriminate against? Why would they want to try to bring in a whole other thing, a digital currency, which I've heard they're trying to rush that through in a big hurry, because when they try to clamp down on the people that are demonstrating for their freedom in, in Canada, uh, people woke up, kind of a lot of people in Canada woke up in a big hurry. It wasn't just a, a few people. It went from from, you know, whatever it was, 100,000. It went to millions of people in Canada woke up overnight. Well, wait a minute. If the government can take away their money, even on crypto, let alone in the banks, uh, which we thought that was they couldn't touch the crypto, all of a sudden, oh, they're controlling everything. We know they've been manipulating the price of gold and silver, which is on sale right now, big sale, compared to the U.S. dollar, which is wildly puffed up, especially against the yen and the euro, all because they're all against they're ready that which can be shaken will be shaken. As Pastor Sabina mentioned on Wednesday, wherever is that in Hebrews, I had to look that up again today, Hebrews 12, 26. That which can, the things in heaven are being shaken. The things in the second heaven are being shaken because the demons are terrified in Jesus. The demons on earth that are being controlled by the demons in the second heavens are terrified. From our position seated in many places in Christ Jesus, we seal all those portals in Jesus' name, trying to bring in more things. 
from CERN, every other spirit, every spirit. They're trying to bring in more ungodly spirits into this realm. We can't, we, Father, I ask you to send your beating warring angels to fight for all of your children, Father God. Warring linking angels, the angel of the Lord, that encampeth round about them, that fears you, Lord, and delivers them. And we thank you for the the secret place of your thunder, Father God. And you hear the, the voice of, the, of the, the blood, the voice of the Lamb, even when, who was it? Samuel, Samuel, what did he offer to a, a sucking lamb wholly unto the Lord. He didn't just give him, you know, a little part of the sucking lamb. He gave the whole thing to the Lord and interceded. Who was he interceding for? The Israelites who had just repented because they were following false gods. Maybe they weren't on uh, Twitter. Info. Maybe they weren't on, you know, uh, all these different things. Had to get their new eye this, their new eye that. Their new, uh, having to bow down and worship their families more than God. Had to worship their own needs more, you know. Some people worship their belly. You've heard that? Some people worship, it's in the book. Some people worship their belly. And, and I repent of that too, Father God. And because and, it's a generational thing. Father God, well, I repent for that, Father God, in Jesus. And some people are looking for love in all kinds of the wrong places. It hasn't been found in half a gallon of ice cream. They don't even make that anymore. Everything is <laughs> being changed, Father. So, Satan, you're bound. Every one of your demonic spirits seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy every spirit of Zeus, every spirit of Antichrist unloving, all spirits of rebellion, every spirit of Leviathan, every spirit of mind control. You, Satan, the mind blinder are bound. Every eye blocking spirit, every spirit from ungodly mass hypnosis, individual insanity, every ungodly spirit of self hatred are bound. Every spirit of Antichrist unloving and looking for love in the wrong places. All spirits from ungodly music and influence from hard hard metal and all these other in, ungodly influences, even stuff brought in by the Beatles and every spirit cut up a side look at that. Brought in cut up a side look at that. From all the witches and warlocks, every witchcraft curse returned at least seven his spirits and send the spirits intend to us continually cut up a day in Jesus' name. At least sevenfold continual repetitions. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold in their bosom. Their reproach where they reproach thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father. Even the sorcery spirits, wherever the sources are that they're coming from, whether it's the Vatican or other places, those from the Klaus Schwab group in Jesus' name. All spirits of mind control through the media, the mass control through the media. I thank you, Father God. Many of these independent podcasters are getting more hits and more coverage right now than CNN is. I thank you, Father God, for waking up the people, Father God, to say, well, we want the truth. Give people a hunger and a thirst for the truth. What is the truth? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But that's how we come, Father, in agreement. According to Matthew 18, 19, he said, If two of you on earth agree to anything less, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. We ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, save all the people. Save all the people, even as you said in Psalm 9. Psalm 9, even the poor, they're going to get their day. They're going to get set free, Father God, because the, the poor often have more faith than the people who think they've got their, 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 their backside covered by their 401K or the whatever they've got, Father God. Because the true riches are found only in your word and in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who's loved us so extravagantly, so amazingly, that he poured out his soul to purchase us back from the devil. And because of the blood of the covenant, we overcome you, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and we don't love our natural lives as much as we love you, King Jesus. And Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound from a position seat in heavenly places according to Ephesians. Chapter 2, verses 4 to 6, Proverbs 18:10. The name of the Lord is the strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We're safe in you, King Jesus. And the, cut about the, and the end of all of Psalm 91, but the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. Deliver us all, Lord. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will. Be 
will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will be satisfied and with all my salvation. So you about every one of your other and seeking to go